to my podcast. Let's go. I'm all about doing what I want to do and living life to the fullest. Every day, me and my team, we're on a mission to help you achieve all of your dreams. Welcome to my first investment property podcast, where we talk about our experience gained, wisdom learned, and the lessons learned throughout the process of real estate investment and development. I'm Edwin Carrion, the creator of my first investment property podcast. Stay on after the show, and I'll share how you can be the next guest on one of the fastest growing podcasts in our industry. With that being said, let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of my first investment property. Today, I've got joining me, RJ Lachance. Just want to welcome you to the podcast. Hey, thanks, Doug. It's great to be here. Been excited about this for a couple of weeks now. Well, awesome. Yeah, I, I liked, I, I was excited to talk to you because I really liked the name that you picked for your company. So do you want to share with our audience uh, just a bit of your background um, in terms of, you know, what you guys are doing and how you got started? Yeah. So in uh, 2018, uh, let's just go make it simple. Go back to 2018. Um, my wife, Denise and I, we attended the Real Estate Wealth Expo in the Bay Area, uh, Northern California. And uh, we actually went there to see Tony Robbins. He was going to be there. Oh, and, cool. Uh, and she hadn't seen him yet. So it was a cheap ticket to go see him for four hours. So we went there to uh, see Tony. And while we were there, there was a, just a mass amount of real estate knowledge um, that we were consuming. We ended up in a breakout room with a guy named Scott Scheel, who, uh, who was teaching apartment investing. And we really enjoyed Scott. So um, quick story that we signed up for his four-day boot camp, left the boot camp massively excited, um, on the way home, just talked about how we were going to kill it in apartment investing, <laughs> yeah. got home and realized we have no idea what to do next. So uh, we, we actually let the idea die for a very short period of time and then said, okay, no, we got to get back into, we've got to figure out how to solve this problem. Um, we knew that real estate was a vehicle that, that was going to get us to where we want to go. So we actually reached out to a local investor that uh, Denise had went to school with, a guy named John Rickey, and um, begged him, uh, bought lunches, uh, really consumed a lot of his time. Um, and he was, he was really generous with his time. But we finally, over a dinner at his house, um, he, said, he's, he just said, what are you guys going to do? You're gonna, you're, are you going to do this or not? Yeah. And, uh, and he was <laughs> investing in the Midwest. So we booked a plane ticket uh, that moment in uh, April of 2019. Uh, we were off to the Midwest to, to see what this was all about. Wow, so, that's pretty exciting. I mean, good for him for, for being generous this time, but also good that he gave you a bit of a push to say, hey, decision time. <laughs> Yeah, the the yeah. nudge was uh, the nudge was probably the most valuable thing. Um, the most valuable thing in this experience was just that nudge, and and he uh, he hasn't stopped with the nudges. The nudges keep coming, for sure. So, so what was the first property you bought, and how um, how did that all come about for you guys? So um, when we made that prior to making that decision, uh, we knew that we needed capital to get started, and um, and and our home our single family home that we lived in actually had a decent amount of equity in it. So we, we decided what we would do is refinance our home and pull equity out, um, listening to listen to different information about 
debt equity in your home, it just made sense to, sure. to start somewhere. So we pulled equity out of our home. We pulled, uh, I believe it was $65,000 and headed to the Midwest. Um, so we, we toured the city, uh, city of Indianapolis. So we toured the city of Indianapolis and, and, um, and a friend of ours from our hometown, he was interested also, and he sent a listing for us to take a look at, uh, I believe for him, um, we, we walk into this duplex with, uh, with John, Denise and I, and John, and we're, we're looking around and he looked at us and said, uh, if you're not going to buy it, I am. And, uh, and that was that moment when your heart starts racing and we said, okay, (laughs) we started to, we were just so confused. What do we do? What do we offer? What do we say? And and then John just spit out an offer and said, uh, and said, um, you know, I, I believe it was a thousand dollars over asking all cash, quick close 15 days. And we had no idea what any of that meant. So, wow. <laughs> uh, so at that point, at that point, uh, we have an offer written up and we get in the car and, and we're driving away. And I said, John, what is, what does all that mean? And what do you mean all cash and where's that cash coming from? And he said, Oh, don't worry about it. We'll figure out a loan later. So um, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> yeah. And I'll actually combine that with our, the next day we did a um, single family home. So the first day was a duplex and the next day was a single family home that we ended up buying conventionally. But uh, we got a very, very quick education um, that again, we were shoved into. So that's a great, that's a great story. You're not going to buy it. I'm going to buy it. Okay. We'll buy it. What does that mean? And then, Oh, Hey, we just bought a house today. Why don't we buy another one tomorrow? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, so yeah, uh, went back to the hotel that night and the agent, uh, the agent got back to us with the first offer was accepted. Um, and then the next night it was the same, same thing again, your offer has been accepted. So it was like, wow, this is, this is incredible. So like what'd you the, do on your third day? Uh, did, did you buy third, another home? No, the third day we, at that point we were out of, we were out of money. Um, <laughs> we were just, we were just excited to be doing what we yeah, were doing. So we cool. enjoyed, enjoyed the city and, and ate, ate well and, and, uh, and just kind of enjoyed the moment that we were in at that point. So um, yeah, started getting our financing together for the second deal and uh, making sure all of our applications were in and, and that we were good to go on that. So yeah, that was um that was an interesting week for sure. Well, that's really cool. Good for you guys. Now, so, you know, what advice would you share to people that are listening? I mean, because some people that probably freaked them out, um, you know, but obviously, I mean, you guys, uh, like you said, you, you're both working, um, had W-2 jobs, um, didn't have any grand plans, didn't weren't sitting on millions of dollars. You just made a decision that this is what you want to do, found a mentor or someone to help you. Yeah. So, so I, the, the biggest advice I can give someone that that might be in a similar position to us at that point is is do something. And if you're going to ask for help, um, whoever that might be, if they offer their advice and expertise, if you sought them out, then when they say do, then that's time for you to do. Um, and 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 the the ability to take action or the or the willingness to take action will actually serve you later down the road. And, and, and really in our third, fourth and fifth deal that the, the action that we took that day 
or that two days over that trip, yep. um, it translated into our third, fourth, and fifth deal. Keep in mind, we were out of money after doing the first two deals. So, sure. so the the third, fourth, and fifth deal was where the learning really accelerated, and and we started using other people's money. So, taking action puts you in the right place. If you're in with the right people, you take action. Then those people know that they're not wasting their time with you. Yeah, that's great advice. I should bring you on some of my consulting calls. Uh, to the people who pay me for my advice and they want to do something different because they're because their <laughs> sure. spouse or their friend said they should do it differently. Sure. Um, so uh, first two properties, uh, use your equity. Next properties, you uh, did financing. What type of financing vehicle or do you want to, can you share that? Yeah. So, uh, so the third property was interesting. The first two properties closed in May of 2019. And then, um, and then in late August of, of 2019, um, John, he came across a package of homes and, um, and said, Hey, I got this package. You want one? And, and it was like, well, yeah, sure. sure I want one, but, um, but I'm not, I'm not sure how, you know, I, I got to figure out how, and he said, Oh, don't worry about it again. Don't worry we'll about it later. Yeah, we'll figure it out. So yeah. what was great about this package is that, um, because they were bought as a package, um, they were great value. Um, so we were able to close a single family home for $66,000, which later appraised for, I believe, $87,000. So, um, yeah, so, so, you know, it was just a matter of, um, of accepting that, that it was okay to use someone else's money for the entire purchase. Um, we had a little bit of our own operating capital, so we covered closing costs and things like that. But, um, but yeah, that was that was interesting because a that was sight unseen. We we didn't see it, um, and b we were using completely using someone else's money. So that was an interesting experience, uh, to say the least. So when you say package, what does that mean? Does that mean like ten homes, fifteen homes? Like what? Give us an idea what the scope. Yeah. Is. So so this investor um, this investor had um, I believe thirteen homes. In, on the same street. And, um, and I believe there may have been a divorce and husband and wife split them up seven and six. So, um, so our, our friends had already bought the first seven and now this was the, the remaining six. So um, it was just a matter of finding buyers for it. So, um, so yeah, that, that, that package, it was, it was easier for the, or it was, um, it was an easier transaction for the seller to just, just liquidate all of them in one, in one transaction. So, sure. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, that's, so it's interesting that your journey is so different. It's funny. doesn't matter how, how many people I talk to in the real estate business, everybody's journey is different and they've got a different focus, a different part of the country, a different strategy for, for what they're doing. It's always exciting to, to, to learn. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So where are you guys going from here? What are, what are your longer term goals? So, um, so going back to that original boot camp in multifamily, um, now that we have experience and now that we've grown a small, um, a small residential portfolio, meaning yep. single family and duplex homes, um, now that we've grown that the confidence level in our ability to 
operate real estate has grown tremendously. Um, and we've learned so much more about apartment investing or self-storage investing. So where we're headed next is uh, we're, we're, we're networking a lot and um, we're grabbing, latching onto our strengths and we're work, working to uh, find a team, to build a team and, and put together some larger deals, um, just knowing the, the upside of commercial real estate investing versus residential real estate investing. So you mentioned team. Um, who, are the, who are the key players on your team? Aside from you and your wife that are driving this, who <laughs> else do you have see as key members on your team? Not necessarily employees, but, but part of your process. Sure, absolutely. So, uh, so definitely, uh, definitely, John is a key player. He has um, he has real estate experience that's 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 invaluable. So, um, so I keep so now I'm nudging him back and saying, "Hey, let's go do this." And and he's uh, he's on board with it. Um, so, would you see his role in as a, a mentor? Uh, yeah, I see his role as a mentor and as an operator. Okay. For sure. Yep. yep. And as an operator. Um, yep. Moving, moving into larger deals, um, moving into larger deals uh, requires, you know, certain certain number of roles to be filled. Um, fundraising, fundraising, uh, daily operations, construction, maintenance, management, yep. uh, you name it. So it's a, it's better if you can the the more you can split those responsibilities up. Obviously, the bigger deals you can you can achieve. So, um, sure. and yeah, the more so, properties you can manage. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, um, and then we've reached out. We we have a small um, we have a small pool of of potential investors that that have said yes, we're interested. Um, anything you want to do, um, we're in or willing to take a look at it. So, um, yeah. So I'd say that uh, one of the one of the fun calls that I had, I, I actually like going through the process. I actually pursued a 32 unit building, and in that process, even though we didn't get it, we learned a lot. So we learned what lenders are looking for, for example, which would be experience, and net worth, and um, and a capital investment. So uh, it, we were able just going through the process and even failing, we were able to find out exactly what the needs were and be prepared for the next deal. So well, that's great advice on its own, like learn from uh, the failure or the, and it's not necessarily a failure. I mean, there's, it's a, it's a free enterprise market. Sure. So yep. people are bidding. So there's so many things you can't control and often people get emotional. Yeah. And so your failure may not have been a failure. It might've been your wisdom to know when to step away. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and just, and just not being afraid to ask the question. Um, I mean, it, it's interesting how many people say, I wonder if I can refinance my home yet have never called a mortgage broker. So it's just, <laughs> yeah. well, I don't know if you can refinance your home. Why don't you call this guy? And sure. he'll tell you. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And I'm sure that, you know, that by having a good mentor operator partner that's been there, he's probably invaluable for connections. Absolutely. As, as well. So uh, moving forward, I think I saw someplace in your background and notes that you guys are looking to syndicate. So is that your, the goal moving forward to bring in additional capital? 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, we're, uh, we actually um, have been attending a few meetups um, and I highly recommend if you see a meetup on Instagram, LinkedIn, just, just join it, uh, especially now that it's virtual. Um, now that it's virtual, you can, I was in a meetup in Texas. Um, so that would have been really hard to attend before, but now it's, now it's possible to attend. So, so yeah, it's, it's networking with people, um, finding the needs. Everyone has a, everyone that's interested in real estate or pursuing real estate, um, that everybody has a need. So if you can find the place that, that you fit someone's need, um, and your place on a team, then, then, then that's where that magic happens. That's where those partnerships form. Well, that's awesome. Um, so next, next step. So, I mean, you've also, let's not forget the fact that you've done this um, and you started your business in the middle of a global pandemic. <laughs> so there's been all sorts of other issues um, beyond learning about real estate. Now, not being able to uh, have as much freedom for driving, flying, face-to-face meetings, it's all gone virtual. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the pandemic's definitely, um, that definitely, put a, a different spin actually in and in real estate well it's made connecting with people actually a little bit a little bit easier obviously because of geography yep yeah, I totally agree yeah um, and it's made um, it's made investing more challenging the interest rates are down and the markets have gone crazy it seems yep. like just about everywhere so it's made um, it's made investing competitive. Um, and actually I've had great experience with tenants. So, um, despite the pandemic with the rent assistance that's available and, and even, you know, some of our better tenants who, who understand that if they're behind now, when this is over, they will be behind. So, um, they need to, they need to stay up. So we've actually had uh, really good luck with that. Oh, good for you guys. Well, I just want to say thanks for sharing your story. I mean, this was super interesting, super inspiring. Um, I just love to see people find success in whatever areas they're pursuing. There's so many things you can do out there. Um, and to yeah. your point, take some action. I like I like your analogy. I wonder if I can refinance my house. Well, why don't you phone somebody and ask? <laughs> yeah. Um, I wonder <laughs> if I could start investing in real estate. Why don't you find someone who's doing it and ask them to help? Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Don't ask yourself. You, you don't yeah. ask yourself because yourself doesn't know. And don't ask your neighbor or your relative who ha- hasn't yeah. done it. I mean, everyone's got an opinion. Yes. To your point, find someone who's really smart and ask them. And then, you know, you be the judge, but you know, you're likely to take their advice because they've been there. They've been where you are. Correct. Yep. Yep. Find someone who's done it before for sure. So RJ, where do you want people to reach out, connect with you guys, learn more about what you're doing, learn what you're doing around the syndication? Sure. So uh, if uh, on Instagram, um, Instagram is probably the best place. Um, empty underscore nest underscore investor, empty nest investor. And uh, that's a page that my wife and I um, contribute to together. So on there, you'll see, uh, you'll see our progression. You'll see where we started and where we are today. Um, so that's a great place. And then you can search RJ Lachance on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, um, Instagram. So. Excellent. Yeah. I see you there. I think your first, uh, see how many slides in are you one, two, three, four, five slides before we see the Corona. Um, yep. 
<laughs> yes. Well, you got to celebrate when things go well. You have to celebrate. Yeah. Uh, when, when things go bad, you got to you have to celebrate too. So. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. Uh, super happy to hear about your success. I want to say thanks for taking time and sharing with our audience today. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Doug. Thanks for having me. You're so welcome. So there you go, listeners, there's a whole bunch of information coming at you really quick and a very uh, non-traditional approach into the real estate. Uh, buying two properties in two days is your first deal. And But, you know, listen to RJ's story. He and Denise have done a great job building a successful real estate business. So um, it's not one size fits all. I hope you got some good information from this podcast and we uh, look forward to serving you and bringing you some new information on our next episode. I'm all about doing what I want to do. And living life to the fullest Every day, me and my team We're on a mission to help you achieve all of your dreams Thank you for listening to my first investment property podcast If you're interested in sharing your story And you want to be a guest on my show Please visit my website edwincarrion.com forward slash podcast forward slash apply And if you like what you heard today Please follow me on my social media channels Instagram and Facebook at edwincarrion78 or click on the link on my website. Also, please subscribe to our show on Apple, Google, Spotify, and you'll find our podcast there, whatever you listen to your podcast. Once again, I'm Edwin Carrion. Thank you for listening to my first investment property podcast. Until next time.